okay, how's this? How's this? How's this? I only have two bars. Sounds good. I mean, so far you're good. So far, so good. Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we give real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Hey, guys. I'm Megan. This is Hillary. Kristen here. And I'm Zoe. Live from Memphis. Sisters Not Saints. Sisters, two of them have sisters, but there's one thing that's for certain it's their sisters, not saints. So you're in Memphis, you got a new place. Where are you staying? Uh, I'm I can't tell the pod where I'm staying. Right, she doesn't want stalkers. Mm, that's true. But, but I guess we should preface this by saying you're still in Memphis working. Your real big girl job. But this, you have now transitioned out of an Airbnb and you're now renting a house with two co-workers? Yes. It's my first time having roommates in more than 10 years. Oh, wow. More Since than 2011, years. I think. I'm calculating how old you are. And are the roommates the reason why you have to uh, FaceTime us from your car? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do they, I have a question, I do they know that you're making a podcast right now? Yes, they know. Oh, okay, because I got permission to talk about them. Because I, I like, I have this whole scenario in my head where, like, you go to work and you tell nobody about us. Well, Zoe That's definitely totally... doesn't talk about the podcast at work, right? Well, I just don't tell people that I'm acquaintances with about my personal life. So the friends I have at work, I mean, hopefully my acquaintances at work don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't said anything bad. You only talk highly about the people you work with so far. Yeah, yeah, but now they know I'm calling them an acquaintance instead of a friend. No, the people who I'm closest with at work know. And I'm kind of saying it just out loud because I had to leave work today to be like, oh, I gotta go do a podcast. <laughs> but I also have a feeling that people who you're just acquaintances with know that you're just acquaintances with them because you are pretty mysterious. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody's out there like... Zoe is my best friend. I think she has best friends. No, I think no. Megan said she doesn't think there's anybody out there. (laughs) No, no, I think she definitely has best friends. But I don't think that people who are her like acquaintances would be misunderstanding their relationship. Do you think her best friends know that they're her best friends? Yeah, they're sitting in this room, right? (laughs) Now I'm worried that she goes to work and she's like, "Guys, I've got these podcast acquaintances, and they think we're really close." (laughs) Shoot, I hope they can't hear me at work. (laughs) No. Okay. Well, how's it going with the roommates? You have two new roommates in Memphis, and you know them already. Uh, I knew one of them previously. One's a guy, one's a girl. I knew the guy. Basically, it's just like, how do I be a good roommate again? You're more worried about yourself than them? Uh, I was more worried about them. And now it's only been 24 hours. And I I have already opened one of their milk this morning at 6 (laughs) a.m. And then while waiting tonight, uh, one of them gave me some of her tea. So, so far, as usual, I have. You no know, food. contributed nothing food-wise. Right. But that is your, you. That's your you MO. Right. I mean, your house doesn't have food, so this is not unusual. It's typical me, but, well, like, that's only my problem when I'm at home by myself. So I only have to deal with that. But if there's other people who are filling up a house with drinks and snacks. You know what I find goes a long way? Chips and salsa. And drinks. 
Yeah, she's, just she's, in. she's not going to get drinks and carry them all the way into the house by herself. Chips and salsa is light, easy to grab at like a Walgreens. Well, okay, wait. Describe the living arrangement. Yeah. So how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms? And how it many sounds people? like there's a kitchen and maybe a living room at least. You know, like a house. Oh, yeah. It's a full three-bedroom, two-bath house. Two-and-a-half bath house. Are you sharing a bathroom with someone? Yeah, with the other girl. Are you a good bathroom user or are you messy? <laughs> user? <laughs> no. I just... Bathroom. Me too. I'm not a good person to share a bathroom with. Wait, what do you mean by you destroy bathrooms? I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not. It's about myself. <laughs> <laughs> not toilet related, just counter related. I'm too late. Yeah, this is. Oh, it, it was coming off very toilet related. Are you serious? Yeah. Now, people, now no, your tagline's going to be that you're destroy toilets. <laughs> no, it's definitely counter related. I should sh- I should oh, go no, home and send me. you a picture of my counter. I'm very neat on the counter. Um, no, I'm not a good bathroom <laughs> chair, but um, I think it's fine. We, we have openly discussed um, our likes and dislikes. So how long are y'all going to be sharing this house together? A couple months. Okay, so um, so so far, first 24 hours, it's going well. Except you're worried you're eating too much of their food. And not providing enough of your own food. Yeah. The last time I roomed with anyone was in college. And I'll say, too, my younger sister... She's an RA for a college dorm. So her job is literally mediating roommate agreements. What she would tell you is that you should sit down at the beginning. And it sounds like you kind of have and just work out like what's important to you. Who's buying toilet paper? Like, do we all give 30 bucks a week for groceries? I don't know. Little things here and there (laughs) might make a big difference. Well, and maybe if you're not willing to go to the grocery store, because we know you hate that, maybe if you just say, like, can I just give someone some cash each Mm -hmm. week and you get some stuff for me? I'm a notoriously terrible college roommate. Did you destroy bathrooms? (laughs) As someone else who has lived with her as an adult, we also used to be roommates. It's not good. This doesn't count. You can't count siblings. No, you can count. Wait, how old were you when you She's a bad roommate, too. No way. Controlling. We're talking about you right now, Kristen. Exactly. You're in the hot seat. I don't think that I'm bad. Let's be self-reflective. What do you think about you would make you a bad roommate? Um, I think I can live in my own world and not notice that I'm like leaving things everywhere. Mm -hmm. I think I can confirm you do do that. Yeah, I don't. I probably don't like clean out. Like I'll put a bunch of food in the refrigerator (laughs) and then it. I'm just going based on your feedback. (laughs) Things go bad after three days. Okay, so yeah, there have been some issues with things like that. Just taking like shortcuts and then expecting someone to come behind me and clean up after me. (laughs) What? Yeah, she thinks like a maid lives in her house that comes out at night. Yeah, it's... Is that maid your husband? (laughs) No, it's... I'm reformed now. This is when I was in my 20s. Okay. So hopefully you don't have that kind of experience, Zoe. Wow, this is our first guest on Sisters Not Saints. Welcome, Luke. I like Thank how you for having me. me. It's such an honor. So, Long-time listener, first-time speaker. <laughs> awesome. So we actually talked about you a little bit earlier on the podcast. Zoe was bitching I'm, about her horrible roommates. Yeah, you're welcome, because that was my idea. Yeah, <laughs> she told us. She did give you credit. But, she did. But she says that she's worried because she's not providing food for the house, and you guys are providing food, and she's eating the food. Oh, did um, I just rat I you out, Zoe? I have fed her yet. No, I said it's day one. Okay. And I opened your milk and Jen gave me tea. That is, that is true. Yeah. Well, just be prepared. Yeah, that'll, Zoe, that'll happen we'll again. definitely eat all your food. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was equally as nervous. I haven't lived with uh, women in 
five years, I think. Oh, wow. okay. So it it was a little shocking yesterday when Zoe walked by and I was like, oh my, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you were going to say when Zoe walked by in her underwear. <laughs> That's what he needs. I was in a towel. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Zoe, a mystery no. to us, but just walking around you nude in her joint share house. I didn't mention earlier, but when we lived in New York and we lived just up the street from Zoe, sometimes we would come home and Zoe would just be in our apartment eating our food. Well, <laughs> because she didn't have food in her apartment. Not true. No, it I, is 100% And I totally believe that because I think... We would open the door and she was just sitting there. Zoe! She's the so Joey of the times. friend group. Yes, you, you are. are the Joey. I didn't have a key to your apartment. Maybe it was unlocked. You were definitely there many occasions. Zoe, you broke into my house last week. Our food. You broke into my house last week when Peter, I wasn't yeah, home and ate my food. And, and we all ate your food. Yeah. Exactly. But to be fair, you gave us permission. Yeah, that's true. No, that Peter true. would get mad because we had just got groceries. Oh, and Peter. And he'd be like, Zoe just ate all our food. Peter. <laughs> It happened. It happened. Yeah, right. I at least wait. I at least wait to get invited before I eat all the food. Look, you think you're mysterious, but we've all figured out your mo. (laughs) You break into people's houses and you steal our food. We're We're all just just, we cater to her. Right, we're all just feeding you because you won't go to the grocery store. You only go to Walgreens. Did you tell them what you told me the other day? Oh, what'd you tell them? Share. Okay, so I would like your guys' opinion. Okay. Oh, yes. yes. I was kindly in her office asking important questions, as I always do. <laughs> and uh, she was getting a call, and she said, I'd like to kindly ask you to leave. No. no <laughs> oh, I would, I'd like to invite you to leave. <laughs> that sounds exactly like Zoe. Oh, that's why we right, love like, her. I said, I'm, hold on, I said, I have to, have to take a phone call. I'm inviting you to leave. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to start using that at work. Where did you get that phrase from? I'm gonna start I don't know, it just came out. I was in a hurry. Wow. I was like, inviting I'm inviting you to, you to leave. leave. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the boss's name in Devil Wears Prada? Yeah. Mm. Miranda Priestley. You're Miranda yeah. Priestley. Mm-hmm. I, bet, I bet that's what they call you behind your back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and okay, can we get back to the podcast? <laughs> oh my God. She's inviting us so to demanding. finish the podcast. <laughs> I read something about how women online are kind of questioning men's what they call quote unquote white knight behaviors. So behaviors men do toward women that they think is really appealing and gentlemanly and chivalrous, but women are really opposed to and think that's actually really insulting or annoying or like, don't do that. Well, like what? I feel like I'd like white knight behavior. I th- so when I used to work in an office building, men would always let women onto the elevator first. And at first for the first few years, I thought, oh, that's so nice and polite that all of the men let the women on first. But then it got to be annoying and we all started thinking like, are they checking us out? Like, what is the deal? Every time we file in, it's like, I don't know, it just kind of started to feel like we were cattle and they were checking us out from behind and then then they would get on. Like, no, I don't think that's true. Well, why is it? Never mind. <laughs> what? Just, say it. I was going to say, why is it polite for you to go on and have to stand in the back and then they get to stand in the front with more room and they get to get off first. And but they get to press the how, buttons. 
<laughs> they can't, you know, it's the best part I, of an elevator. No, it's just the best I see what part you're saying. I agree. I'd want to be on last of the, of the elevator, but I think it's like a holding the door open for somebody to yeah. move is where that yeah. comes from. Mm-hmm. Is that you hold the door open for the woman and let I think that's why. Right. Like I get where it started, especially in the South. It's definitely very much we let women on first. We hold the door open for women. But, but I feel like maybe in 2022, is it? Well, here's another way to look at it. If they're getting on last and they're the gatekeepers of the buttons, which y'all are offended by. Hello, COVID. We shouldn't be touching elevator buttons anyway. Well, this was pre-COVID. Well, yeah, but now, but we're, also but now I, we're post-COVID. I think it would be really rude if I'm standing waiting for an elevator and the guy just runs on in front of right. me. Well, what if he wasn't in front there, of you, Like, though? it's a line. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how I always viewed it, too, was, like, it's a line. We just kind of file in and order. But it actually holds things up when you have a huge group and all the men have to shuffle back, let all the women on. All the women are crammed into the back. The men are in the front talking, deciding, you know, what floors we go to. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It just, it does, after a while, to me, it did start to feel like just... I don't have a problem with file this. File in. If it happens every day. No, I don't have a problem with this because I feel yeah. like women get so little in this world that if men want to act like buffoons by trying by trying to be so nice to us like let them mm-hmm. pushing our elevator buttons exactly we've got to take what we can get and be happy for anybody open the door for me All give right. me a jacket when i'm cold Pay yeah that's my the thing drinks. i feel like I'm down women have so little in this world so few rights like if you like yeah you have to give me your jacket yes you have to press my buttons for me yes you have to open my car door that's like the bare minimum Okay. When a man interrupts or stops telling a story to apologize for the profanities being used in front of me. Yeah, that would be That's obnoxious. That's annoying yeah, that when be. anyone does that. People insisting on carrying things for me. I, no, I'm okay with that. Carry all the heavy things. Go for it. Insisting on walking me to my car. No one has insisted on this with good intentions, so stop pretending you are protecting me. I'm split on this because I do feel like there are yeah. times where I would like a man to walk me to my car. It's a little spooky. I, mean, I guess it depends on who the man is. But women shouldn't be walking alone to their cars at night. It's very scary out there for ladies. Okay, here's another one. When a man meets you and kisses your hand. Ew, gross. Oh, my this God. never happened. Nobody no. is doing that. No, nobody, nobody is that. doing that. But I will say yesterday I had to deal with a um, firefighter, fire inspector. The fire inspector came to where mm, I work. Okay. And he called me young lady. Mm, I don't like that. I didn't like. I don't yeah, like that's that. on this list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was. Or honey or baby. Or oh, I really don't like that. Sugar. Especially when like waiters or waitresses call me that. But yeah. I get that a lot at work. But yeah. People come in. me young lady. Honey, baby, sweetie. I didn't, didn't enjoy. You're the boss it lady. You're not a young lady. to be called young lady. It happens to James more than it happens to me, actually. He gets called young lady. <laughs> Not young lady, but he gets all kinds of pet names from everyone in drive throughs mm-hmm. Every woman that waits on him in a drive through is like, oh, thank you, sugar, or thank you, baby, or hey, honey, I hope you're having a good day. <laughs> good talk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I found something else we can do as a group if you guys... Let's do something if, as a group. Well, we still haven't floated, but what else? Okay. Oh, right. yeah. okay. There's a woman in Nashville that does 
aura readings. Oh yeah. Have you seen those? No, but I that sounds fun. It sounds so fun. So you go you book an appointment, they're fifteen minutes each, and you can go as a group. And okay. you can do single pictures where she takes a photo of you and in the photo your aura, the color of your aura shows up. Um, and then you can even do couples or friends ones where you can see how your color changes around different people that you're in the picture with. Hmm. Okay, so let me ask you, an aura reading, is it similar to a psychic reading? I think it is looking at the energy that emanates from your body. Well, I know what an aura is. is. I just didn't know like an aura reading besides just saying, your aura. Like, you your have aura. purple. Happy <laughs> yellow energy. What else? Like She kind of gives you a roadmap. So I think what it said was it's like a picture and then she gives you a 15 minute reading of what she's seeing. If there are little things that stick out, like I don't know if like different colors come out if you're feeling a certain way. I would do this and I normally don't do any psychic stuff, but she can also read your energy too and tell you things about yourself. Well, that's what I was going to say is I've never been to a psychic, but this sounds more fun to me and safe. Mm -hmm. Although also when I hear things like this, it makes immediately, I think of how I can trick them. Mm. Like, should I go dressed up like very like emo goth? Oh, okay. So maybe that's what we should do one time is like, go do it as ourselves but then go somewhere else and try to like bamboozle. Yeah, like like try to trick them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll stop anywhere. Every time we're on a road trip, we always pull off at these little stops and we'll see like a psychic. And I'm like, Megan, we should stop. Let's go get a reading. And do you? I wish she would never stop. Oh. I would love to. I'll let like anyone at a gas read station, me. Station a psychic, a guy, <laughs> yeah, a gas station like, psychic. Basically, like a back hole, backwoods yeah, kind of first place. First of all, we have to be very careful about where we're going. You can get a million different readings is on TikTok. If you are on TikTok live enough and you accidentally watch one live reading, mm. you will then get a thousand. And there are people on there who you're sending, you can send money to them or you can just be in their live. And some of them just answer yes, no questions. Some of them give full um, readings about dead people. They just pick a name and then they start, no, 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 this is one that they no. think, you this know, can't be I have a confession. Oh, You've done Kristen's it. Kristen's done it. No, pre TikTok. I guess it was 2017 or 2018. I was trying to decide if I should have a third baby. And I was so desperate trying to figure that out that I actually paid for a psychic app. You could it was a monthly fee and then you could engage with as many psychics as you wanted. But you oh paid an gosh. extra fee to talk to each of them. And you could text, some of them were yes, no questions. Some of them were like a more detailed response. But then I learned that it was a scam. I mean, the, the answers, because I would ask the same question to like 4,000 people <laughs> and their answers were so inconsistent. And yeah. so, and they were like, I'm seeing this for sure. And then 12 others would say like the opposite. I, I like how it took you to do it multiple times to realize it was a scam. I paid for months. How like, much was it a month? I don't even remember. This isn't a thing anymore, I don't think. No, it's a thing. People are out there I'm still sure doing it's this. A thing. I could look back yeah, at my yeah. bank Just records. They're it They've now like taken it to TikTok. They're doing it on TikTok now. Right. People also hear what they want to hear yeah. and take for like I was a uh, card reader at Zoe's Halloween party last mm. year where I did not know most of the people there. They thought that I was a real <laughs> psychic. Mm. Offered to pay me several times and I would pull tarot cards and 
obviously wait tarot card that word for dog yes (laughs) yes yes it was a joke like i got it purposely as a joke because i'm not a real card reader but they they still thought they were real oh my gosh and i would just pull them and just make up anything off the top of my head from reading it and everyone bought it like hook but maybe you are like maybe you do have like they were like I'm like, this is so accurate. Like this is spot on. I can like, I am in shock right now. Like they really like, but maybe you do have some, you may have some abilities. Get the dog cards out. Give Kristen a reading. Well, speaking of on questionable online Mm. behavior, Mm. I was recently brought to my attention that there are men trading pictures, naked pictures of their girlfriends and wives online, like baseball cards. Like baseball cards. Yeah. Did you find this out from your husband? Right. Is your husband doing this with his friends? <laughs> he is the groping uncle. Um, his name is Peter. No, no. I did not find out from Peter. But I mean, but what would you do if you found out he was doing this? Well, okay. So I talked about this with other girlfriends. Okay. And I mean, I would divorce him. Yeah. You that's, would divorce him? That's divorceable uh, it, behavior. Yes. Against your will? Sharing naked pictures of you online without your consent? Okay, I'm not married, obviously, but I don't feel like I would divorce someone yes, over that. Yes, I mean, would. that's such a betrayal of your trust. Zoe, would you like, divorce someone over that? Would you ever trust somebody again? Would you divorce someone over that, Zoe? Yeah. Well, okay. I don't think that I would. I, I mean, mean, I'd be super pissed. Say, okay, I mean, I think, I don't think this is okay, but pretend I'm 20 and we're dating and yeah. I send him a naked picture and he shows a friend. Yeah. I don't think that that's okay, but I could find it more forgivable because you're young and stupid mm-hmm. and showing off to a friend. But considering we're almost 40 <laughs> and have been together a long time and married and have children, if he was sharing pictures of me online, that's just, that's not even forgivable. I think it's more than just the the one aspect of sharing the photos. It's like, who is this person that is going online to do that. It's like, that's half of it. And then the other half is that he's sharing your naked photos. Like it makes you question his judgment on a lot of things. Like if he would be doing this behind your back as a married man. Also, why is he wanting all of these? Like whose wives are he like, does he have a collection of wives, a baseball collection of wives? They trade them. It's creepy though. Yeah. I think it's definitely divorceable behavior. It's such a betrayal. I guess to counter this, maybe you guys need to start swapping naked photos of husbands. (laughs) (laughs) But who wants to see that? (laughs) No woman is out there seeking pictures of other people's husbands. Yeah. Oh, hmm. I don't know. I just find it hard to believe that you find out. Okay. I won't use Peter as an example. I'll use James. Okay. Kristen's husband. Peter comes to you one day and is like, Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to make him look like the good guy for once. Peter comes to you and is like, Kristen, I need to talk to you. James approached me and he wants to have like a naked photo swap of wives. I told him absolutely not. I haven't told Hillary. But I just wanted you to know that he is out there doing this. I find it hard to believe. Like, I feel like, yeah, obviously you'd be mad. But I find it hard to believe you're going to uproot your entire life, your kids' lives, because of this. I feel like, obviously, some like conversations would have to be had, some therapy. Okay, here's my, has it already happened, would be number one. Or is it something he's just talking about? He's done it. He's done it. Yeah, it's divorceable. Divorce. Hmm. This might be a touchy subject, but can we talk about Megan's lips? Okay, yeah, sure. Why? Has Zoe seen them? Oh, yeah, I sent, I sent her a photo first. Well, why first? Because I said I said she wasn't going to be here tonight, so she gets a sneak peek. What was her feedback? Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you what her feedback was. 
Uh oh, was it good? Yeah, it was very she good. was her and Megan and Kristen, the sisters, got in a fight. <laughs> An actual before recording fight. because Megan got her lips done today. And let me preface and Kristen this: Kristen walked in and laughed at her. And let me preface this: before she got here, I I sent a text to Kristen and Hillary, and I said, "I'm worried you guys are going to laugh at me when you walk in." Kristen Aww. walks in and laughs at me like three times. I not three times. It was one time. It was twice. It was one that I remember. I did laugh, <laughs> but I thought the text was excusing us and saying it was okay to laugh because we're a very jokey family and that's how we process things. Okay, that's how we okay. honestly, I got the same vibe from the text. That no, that yeah, I thought clear. it was like a. No, I didn't think she was insecure about it. If I thought she was insecure about no, it, I I'm wouldn't totally have laughed. insecure because, like I said, I'm nervous about doing it. No, because you've talked about it forever. So I thought when you said that, that you were totally comfortable okay. with it. So then here's the opposite. Okay, wait, 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 but wait, but first, because this is a sister podcast, how did you resolve this fight? Oh, like a 30 minute drive to and from a Mexican restaurant yelling at each other. <laughs> I mean, of course, Kristen didn't apologize, did she? No. Um, no, I did say that it was in poor taste. <laughs> That in Heinz, like if I had known that she was insecure about it, I obviously wouldn't have done it. Kristen, my, just apologize. My exactly. intentions were not to hurt her feelings. Kristen, are you, you don't, are you not were. an apologizer? She does not, she does that's not, not apologize. That's not true. I just didn't feel like I was, my, okay. You can tell right now she literally cannot say the word. <laughs> right. She does because not apologize. Here's the thing. If I'm wrong, I do. I didn't, I don't think that I'm wrong because my intentions were not so, to make fun I of you. I would love but that's for you not and the- Peter, my husband, to get in a fight. <laughs> We would probably. Well, that's that's the thing about me and Kristen, and neither of our parents are really great fighters, but we're both really good fighters. I would love to take Peter on. Me too. I feel like I could take him. Kristen, I agree with you that I don't. uh, My intention is never to hurt people's feelings. Right. But once you find out you do, you just say sorry. Okay. Can I say this? Yeah. So I'm a very very sensitive person, and growing up in my family for 38 years, I get my feelings hurt all the time. And I'll say, "Hey, this hurt my feelings. This hurt my feelings. This even like mm-hmm. up. I mean, last week even mm-hmm. like all the time. I'm like, hey, this hurt my feelings. And people say that shouldn't hurt your feelings. You're so sensitive. It was obviously just a joke. But okay, but I guess so when that's but- the feedback that you've always gotten, it's hard to then be sensitive to other people. Because you feel like they've shut you down for so long. But also, I think that it is different when you are someone who recognizes you are sensitive. I'm not sensitive. You recognize you are sensitive and you're getting your feelings hurt daily, weekly, whatever. Mm -hmm. Hourly? Hourly. Not hourly. That's just a joke. (laughs) But daily. Whereas then I'm somebody who isn't. So then when I'm saying my feelings are hurt, it should matter a little more. Yeah. Then you who gets their feelings hurt by just someone looking at you wrong. Well, or knowing that you want to be apologized to. Right. I love that we're opening up our battles for uh, other opinions now. This is helpful. But no, I don't think I'm ever saying it to be apologized to. Like, I never really expect an apology because I know it's mostly me. I'm just saying, hey, like, if I'm acting differently, it's because I was a little bit, like, just thinking about it. Like, I'm my feelings are catching up. But also, sometimes I understand, yes, feelings matter. And if your feelings are hurt, but your feelings are hurt a lot. By things that aren't meant to hurt your feelings. Well, this feelings. wasn't meant to hurt your feelings. Okay, so back to what we were saying is what was <laughs> no, Zoe's... No, no, no. I think both of you should apologize <laughs> I can to apologize. each other. Let's beg and apologize. He, no, no, no. I'm not saying right Thank you, now. Zoe. No, I'm not saying she needs to apologize now. I'm just saying in life. Yeah. If your sister says you hurt my feelings, yeah. you say, I'm sorry. Well, that's so that's how, if you ask how we ended the fight, that's how I ended the fight. I said, I just want you to be nicer. And, me. and I said, the next time I say my feelings are hurt, I want you to say 
I like don't say it's just a joke, obviously. Yeah, but that's the so problem. I said is your feelings same. are hurt all the time. That, but that's sorry. That's just the sister you got dealt. Okay. So you asked how Zoe responded when I sent her a photo. She said, they look amazing and natural, especially since they're still going to come down. Even that big, they look super real. You didn't send a pic ahead of time. I want to see the pic. Yes, yeah, did. let's see the pic. She didn't send it to us. Okay, no, will you show me that. you live right now, Megan, so I can laugh yeah. in your face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they look... They definitely look swollen. Not yeah, like right. crazy swollen. Like there's people who have their lips done that aren't swollen. That and it wasn't your w- lips way bigger than that, that I was laughing at. It was the way you were talking because you were trying not to talk. So you were holding them a certain way so that you didn't put pressure on them because they were hurting. That's what was funny to me. My pain was <laughs> funny. Okay, so what's your thoughts now, Zoe? Okay, I can see where you were coming from, Kristen. But no, no, no. Sorry. Not about you, Megan. I was like, okay, wait, I rude. Mean, no, I, 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 mm-hmm. wait, I lost out. a train of thought that you weren't trying to hurt her feelings, but you are a really thoughtful person. So instead of arguing for 30 minutes. Yes. No, but, okay, and then, but I think Kristen's also an argumentative person like Peter. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she'll fight over something for no reason. But in this case, I really wasn't. It was because then, so then we got- You didn't want to hear what I was saying about how my feelings get hurt too. Because it wasn't about you in that moment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Fight, fight, fight. Okay, well, Kristen, you're a really good person. Megan, your lips look great. (laughs) Do you really think that? Yeah, no, I can see how they're swollen on the top. Uh Yeah. That's going to go down. That's going to come down and then they're going to be perfect. All right, wrapping it up. Let's get this uh, show on the road. We've got a lot of people that need help from us. <laughs> oh, guys, I've got a good uh, question that we can offer some help with. Okay, awesome. Lay it on us. And it's similar to kind of what we were talking about. Okay. So... Our listener says, hi, ladies, I run a well-known growing business in our area and lots of people know me and I don't want my business to fail due to my personal problems aired in public. Hmm. My husband has been caught in numerous sexting incidents over our relationship. He does not physically meet up with people. And yes, I do know that for a fact. How do you get past the bad thoughts and move forward and stop blaming? Please don't say leave. I'm not getting a divorce. So don't waste time saying that. I'm simply looking for advice and wondering if anyone's dealt with this. How can I cope? So, I mean, to me, it sounds like she's okay that her husband's doing this. She just doesn't no, want people to find out. No, it just sounds like she... No, well... Because she's like, know, I'm not getting okay a divorce. I... Yeah, but you you cannot be okay with something and also decide that you're not going to divorce someone. Yeah, I agree. I think there's lots of people like that. And I think therapy is like the only answer, really. Couples therapy mm-hmm. and probably personal therapy. And individual therapy. because yeah. it's, it's obviously a lot about her her feelings and the way she, it's making her feel about herself that she doesn't want other people to know. Yeah, but what her question is, how do I handle people in the community finding out when I have no, a growing business? No, no, no. That was just, she was prefacing that, just saying she doesn't want her name, mm. her information released, doesn't want to talk about her business. I mean, I think that you just sometimes do open yourself up to scrutiny when you have personal drama going on and you're also like in the public i don't think anyone knows it's probably just between the two of them it no, sounds like I mean, she caught talk them talk. yeah for sure because that's what she said is that the she's people he's sexting with her talking right exactly people are gonna find out 
did he stop the behavior or she's trying to figure out how to live with it? It sounds like he's been, she said he's been caught multiple times sexting over our relationship and she knows he doesn't meet up with people. But she's saying, how do I get past the bad thoughts and move forward and stop blaming? I mean, if he's been caught multiple mm-hmm. times, that's really difficult to build mm-hmm. that trust and move past it. Uh, obviously, she doesn't want to leave him. So again, I just think couples therapy. What else? Yeah, he's how obviously can not you... doing anything to... Right. If he's not changing his behavior, how mm-hmm. could you move past yeah. it? It may not even be sexual. It may just be like the attention he's getting from mm-hmm. other people and he's enjoying feeling like he's desirable or even just... Um, like having that connection with someone maybe he's feeling like he needs that so I think like you guys said individual therapy for each of you so he can figure out why he's being driven to do this and then it will be hard to build trust back so the couple's therapy will help with that and then you'll have to just kind of evaluate in that setting if this relationship is worth saving and if so you'll have to do the hard work and put some boundaries in place I agree I mean it I just don't feel like he's gonna stop and I'm sorry for that (laughs) But it sounds like you're not willing to get a divorce. So I think that to some extent you will just have to find a way to live with it. And if he, yeah, if he's continuing to do it and it's bothering you and nothing's changing, you have to have some sort of mediator Mm -hmm. and he clearly needs help. Mm -hmm. He has a problem. But yeah, some guys do just get off on the texting of it all because it is like attention all day long. Like some guys just like that attention all day long. Which again, therapy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. But I doubt he's going to go to therapy. Well, if he doesn't go to therapy, I think that is a good reason to consider ending the relationship. She doesn't want to. And that's our answer. That's, <laughs> that's the best we can uh, do. Wish it's a, her the best of luck. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a tough situation. If you say, I'm not going to leave him and he's not going to stop, then you just have to find a way to live with it. Take it day by day. Find someone to text yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's Megan's official advice. <laughs> Play, beat him at his own game. Uh, All right, Hillary, what have you got for us? I've got a question. And she's going to share it right now. I really like a guy, but he told me that education shouldn't come first. Honestly, this is a huge issue for me. He's a conservative Christian. I am not. I told him tonight that education is very important to me and it comes first and that I always love to learn. I thought he would be impressed since I'm educated and I love to learn. No, he told me that education should not come first because I can always get a degree, but I might not be able to have children when I'm older. (laughs) I'm not sure what to do. He literally told me that education shouldn't come first. It's very valuable to me for many reasons. Dump him. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Get out while you can. Yeah, I wonder how old she is. She's 23 and he is 27. Bye. Bye. So he's older. So it's not, she's not at an age where she is like, oh, I've got to have kids right away. My eggs are disappearing. She's 23. She's probably just trying to get a master's degree and Mm. he's saying, nope. No. Time to get pregnant and get in the kitchen. Yeah. You've got 10 to 15 good years where you can easily, I mean, you hope if things go well, get pregnant. I wouldn't worry. Babies wouldn't be, unless unless that is what you want. If you're saying I want babies now, there's nothing wrong with that. If you guys are aligned and on the same page, but right. It sounds like you're saying education, you want to continue. You always want to learn and grow. And he's not going to be a supporter of that. And then you have to think if you have daughters that I think that philosophy will trickle down to them as well. Yeah, and the question you're not asking is, he's a conservative Christian, you're not. <clears throat> it's just probably not going to work out. Yes, I would agree. 
I mean, you have to, <coughs> if you're wanting to marry and have kids mm-hmm. with someone, you've got to consider values and how that's going to affect mm-hmm. your future, your marriage, raising children, your activities, all the things. And I mean, I think it's a red flag if anybody's like, education's not important, forget right. it. But if it's really important to you, no matter what it is, and yeah. not a value to the other person, you have to decide if that is going to work or not. It doesn't seem like it would in this situation. No, 100%. No. This is just not going to work out. Yeah, it's not something she's on the fence about. No, and I don't think he's going to waver. You won't change him. He probably, like these values are probably deeply instilled in him. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't try to change him. If that's who he is, that's who he is. I just think you guys are too different. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And that's okay. Right, I think we need to normalize leaving relationships. At the right time. Yeah, right. Like, just because you're with someone, if all of a sudden you see red flags, it's okay to leave. Yeah. And I know she's 23, and Uh I'm sure I remember being 23, feeling like everything has to be done right away. Yeah. But 23 is so young, and you have all the time in the world to date other people. Get married, have babies. Yeah, date someone who has the same values (laughs) as you, and that you would, you know, be able to raise children with. It's so true. When you're ready to have children. Yeah. I think you can do better. I think you can find something that's more authentic to you. Yeah. Yeah. Decide what's important to you. Find someone else who has those values. At the end of the day, he's not respecting you. And you don't want to be in a relationship with someone who does not respect you. Also, if being highly educated is really important to you, to be honest, it sounds like he's not. So would you have a great relationship with Mm -hmm. someone you can't really converse with? (laughs) No. Yeah. We would not. Right. Mm -mm. No. All right. Best of luck. Keep us posted. Good luck. You're going to need it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let Kristen do the next question. Okay. What you got for us, Kristen? Oh, it's weird. Okay. So someone asked, have you girls known of a tattoo artist that will mix cremation ash with ink? What? My brother passed in December and fervently fought for women's choice. He would be appalled at the current state of affairs. I want a tattoo that represents choice and his ashes. Thoughts? Question mark. Uh, is that a thing? That's what I was going to say. Is it a thing? I don't know. I've never heard of it. Quincy. Yeah, I've heard of this. I'm you into have? it. I'll do it. Inject me right now with your ashes. <laughs> well, I mean, that means we'd have to die. You want us to die? I'll take Megan out. Well- <laughs> um you can have tattoo ink made with cremation ashes of your loved ones oh then do it 100 percent. do it yeah I'm, i mean i think I'm it's just a this. personal choice yeah. I, i'm i don't i no. I you wouldn't do, do it no i don't oh, want I do somebody's dead body oh really uh, i don't think so i'd be cool with it i i hope all of you tattoo me on your bodies Oh. And spread me at Disney World too. You well, want to be spread at Disney definitely World? Definitely one of mine is to be spread at Disney Where World. Where at? All over. I've got four rides. Okay. And what I want to be spread in France. Okay. Like, wait, France in Epcot or like no. real France? <laughs> real France. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. Some in Franklin, some in Louisiana, some in France, some well, in. Well, I mean, how much? Oh my of, how much? God. How many ashes are you going to have? I want to see right. the world. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. There's not going to be that much ash. I'm going to ask Peter if he minds that I inject him with his ashes. He would love that. I can tell <laughs> Wait, you right sorry, now. Inject me <laughs> with his ashes. Well, we know you'd want to be injected with <laughs> yeah. his ashes. The question is, That's would what I'm he saying, want? But is Peter okay with that? Oh, okay. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, he probably would be. I think he'd be be chill. All right, what else you got for us? Okay, I have a question. All right, this person says, does anyone else go through periods where they just want to start afresh, start a new Instagram, put the majority Mm. of people they knew in the past behind them and just begin from scratch? I've been wanting to do this for so long now, but apart from me, but a part of me 
knows that I can't leave some of these people behind <laughs> because granted, they're still my friends, but for some reason, I just do not want them to have access to this new version. I guess my question is that, do you think you should pursue starting anew even when you might find it difficult or navigate and redirect these feelings in a different way? First of all, let me start off by saying it sounds like you need therapy. And I don't mean that offensively. I just mean it sounds like you're going through some things. But also, no, it's totally okay to shut down your Instagram. I think people overshare way too much on the internet. And it's totally okay to either take some people off of your friend list, put them on restriction so they can't see everything you post. You don't have to share everything about your life with everybody in your life. Remember, it was just like last week that Zoe let us be Instagram friends. (laughs) (laughs) She resisted. We were like, Zoe, we're starting a podcast. We have to be friends with you on Facebook. Sorry. It'll look weird if we're not connected. Um, what's it called when, you know, Zoomers have a separate account? Mm-hmm. A Finsta. A Finsta. Yeah. I think it's normal and fine to have like a Finsta for when you <clears throat> don't want to get on and see all your friends' mm-hmm. business and just follow like the random people you want to follow that you only see their stuff and have a break from everything else. Yeah. So you can do that. You just have to like change your social media up and make it work for you. Right. I've done this before. I totally get this urge. I get this. I have had this urge several times in my life and I've actually followed through with it. And I will say I kind of regret it. I feel like I um, have cut people out for smallish things or because we were drifting and we just were in such different places. And now I look back and think I should have just like at least gone through the motions to keep the friendship going because it's not worth cutting people out that genuinely cared about you just because you feel like you're going in different directions. Like you can definitely maintain friendships um, with people and not be people that you see every day. Just saying that I do get that urge. I have gotten the urge. I've followed through on it and I regret it. So I would foster your relationships, but like set boundaries for them appropriately. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, honestly, listen, if you're sick of your friends, get rid of your friends. That was always my vibe, But I also kind of agree with Megan that if you really, like, it's one thing to start a different account to, like, have a break from social media. But if you really feel like you have to get Get away, start new, start new, like, maybe you're having going through something. Yeah, that's an issue if you have to keep doing that in your life. But if she just feels like she's outgrown her life and her friends, you can do that once with Mm. no issues and... See what happens. Mm-hmm. Move to a new place. Move to a new city. Make yeah. new friends. Start yeah. a new life. Go do totally. a new thing. Change your name. Dye your hair. Mm-hmm. Get a new social security number. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so do we feel like we have sufficiently helped the people that we are able to help this week? We have been so helpful. All right. And to Luke, our special guest. Our first <laughs> little podcast guest. Thank you. I loved being the first guest. I'm actually honored. But... Where can I uh, follow you on Instagram or where do I find your podcast? You can follow us on Instagram at Sisters Not Saints. You can find our podcast, Sisters Not Saints, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And uh, please give us a follow. If you loved this episode, please give us five stars. If you did not love this episode, then get out of here. Go about your business. (laughs) And if you're looking for advice, go to our website, SistersNotSaints.com. And share with all your friends. Share with everybody. And your enemies. Yeah. Share with everybody. Everyone could use advice. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.